The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Welcome to episode 165 of the Mr. Nelson Show. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, the Supreme Court has ruled that Donald Trump's travel ban can stand. Of you right wingers, always going on about your religious freedom right. to discriminate against homosexuals and their kinks. And look right. what you do! Look what you do! Oh what? well, if it's the religion of brown people, what? you don't well. like it. Poo poo poo! Oh so my you god! You him from the country. Oh my god! This is outrageous! Oh, and it, Lord. It, it, it just cannot be allowed to stand. Well, they said it could stand, and stand it will. Religious freedom doesn't play here, uh, Lefty. What? Uh, because the Constitution applies to the borders of the United States, not the world. So somebody uh, in Yemen who wants to come to the United States Where? doesn't really have a right to. Uh, should the do. United States say no, you don't? don't. So, uh, yeah, that, that's just uh, ridiculous. Uh, there's no ban on Muslims in total here. These are well, uh, Originally it was seven countries, but they decided like to give Iraq a break. Uh, so it refers to the six countries that are problematic because they are currently engaged in civil wars. And when you're dealing well, with uh, the traveling of people, especially people who might want to immigrate here and what have you, you need the home government to be able to uh, get the background on who's coming and going what? and all that. Uh, well, it's kind of hard to do when those governments are unstable and possibly in dispute when you're dealing you with civil wars, which... I don't know why they call them civil. There's not much civility there. Well, but anyway, uh, and we'll learn how that's a naughty word today, too. But anyway, what? there you go. Uh, the ruling is based on statute, and by that, the judges are bound by the law. They can't just make things up, which is which the case you've had with these lower courts, uh, not ruling on the statute of the law, because if they did, they would have to agree what? that, yes, Trump, uh, or any president... <laughs> Uh, just because it's Trump doesn't change anything, yes, it does. Uh, has the authority to uh, make these bans on the grounds of national security. Right. Uh, where, whereas they ruled saying, well, we were troubled by his rhetoric during the campaign, which is irrelevant. Uh, you would have to base it on the order that he put out what? and the statute upon which its authority is based. What? And that's all they can do. What? This business of getting into the emotions and the theatrics and the imagery and what have you, which is all very manipulative, uh, is not based within the powers of the judiciary. The powers of the judiciary is bound by law. And, of course, the 1952 immigration law plays here. And until you change that... Uh, and this is going to come up again and again and again, and I just, for the life of me, can't understand why people can't get all right because of emotion. They don't want to. You just hate Trump, and that's yes. all there is to it. And, of course, it's not just Trump. Any Republican 
you would do this. If a Democrat, if Obama found himself in this position, you wouldn't bat an eye. In fact, you know what? He did. That's right. For a short time, which this man would have been short. uh, What was it? Six months, I believe. Or 90 days, I think. Uh, Oh, my God. uh, Obama did this to Iraq because they got worried. There was uh, intelligence and troublesome problems Uh, of guys coming in who could have caused trouble and they decided to go ahead and put a little temporary ban on people coming in from Iraq. Nobody, nobody batted an eye. Very similar to uh, Obama separating families at the border and putting kids in cages and the the like. Nobody, nobody batted an eye. So, uh, if you want to get carried away by theatrics and being manipulated like an idiot, you go right ahead, but it doesn't make you right because it isn't true. Amen. Sadly, though, emotions remain the, the perfect tools for manipulation and will always be the bread and butter of the political class. Otherwise known as people who can. Oh, good. Yeah, you know I'm not a fan of CNN. Great network. Uh, I think they're really horrible. And this goes back a long time. What? Not just the common era. But they oh, really boy. lost their minds the over Trump's victory. Uh, because, well, he made fools Look of them by talking. doing so. But anyway, uh, enough of that. Uh, the, uh, Jake Tapper joined their team. And he oh, was a guy good. who I actually boy, respected. Until he became a part of CNN, and uh, he lets Trump get under his skin, and it's all very petty. You can't really uh, beat Trump Trump over the head with being petty and boorish the way he is by being petty and boorish. So, uh, uh, yeah, Jake Tapper has yet to learn that lesson. But anyway, uh, on the subject of this uh, Supreme Court decision, uh, he had Congressman Keith Ellison on, and uh, there was an interesting back and forth there. You've been decrying President Trump's bigotry. Uh, Obviously, uh, you used to follow somebody who continually expressed sexist, anti-LGBTQ and anti-Semitic bigotry, Louis Farrakhan. You've condemned Farrakhan's bigotry. I would disagree with that. I would disagree with that, sir, but I'm sorry. What are you disagreeing with? comes up in this context. Well, you're decrying bigotry, and Louis Farrakhan is is a pretty clear bigot. Yeah, yeah. Right, and I agree that that's true, and I think that uh, I've made myself very clear. But uh, look, that's going back to the false equivalency. You know, I don't have any support for what the individual you just mentioned uh, stands for, nor do I agree with Trump's bigotry either. But that that again, you know, anytime somebody tries to say that something is unfair and bigoted, if you're going to say, well, one time you sort of said something or somebody said you said something exactly. and then so nobody oh, you, were, you. you were a follower of Farrakhan you were a follower Jake, of Jake, Farrakhan Jake, sir you, no I you, wasn't you Jake I'm sorry that's not true Jake but I just want to say to you it, if it anyone who uh, who raises concerns about bigotry then is put in a position to have to defend themselves, then we never get to talk about bigotry. Exactly. And I hope that's not what your purpose is, Jake, because yeah, but it's true. you've stood boom, for boom. Uh, an equal society. But if you're going to try to put me on the spot and have to explain myself, I didn't I, well, you pass should. a Muslim ban. I didn't, right? No, I, I didn't. Thank I, you. Not, my, thank my, you. My, you, didn't let me answer my, you, did, you didn't let me ask my question. My question Shame was, you, the Washington Post fact checker in March gave you four Pinocchios for your claim that you have no relationship Uh-oh. with him. And I want you to take a listen yeah. to Farrakhan yeah. talking in an interview That's wrong. about how you only... That's in, not true. And Farrakhan, that is true. Well, the Washington Post fact checker There's did give you four Pinocchios Jake, about that. That's just true. Jake, they, they were wrong. Jake, they were Jake, wrong. They, I have no... Well, I have not... It's, in, it's untrue, Jake. I'm sorry. And uh, It is true. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just...
that that's why you called me on your show today. I didn't. You know, See, because that's not why I called you on the show. Court. Yes. Jake. Yeah, well, Jake, he, he expected the CNN to kiss his ass like he usually does. That the uh, president's uh, ban on Muslims yes. and Muslim countries, and it, which started in his campaign rhetoric, oh that that God. is okay. It's, and now, Jay, man. you want me to have to Best justify to myself rhetoric, no, based on irrelevant. facts that were not true and were always political. There you go. And so, and so that, I, that's I, a the shame, question, Jake, the because we can't I have, have for, a real conversation. The, it is a real conversation. We can't have a conversation about bigotry because... Yeah, you we can't, can't have, have a real conversation, conversation about because bigotry you lie, because uh, you, you're going to say, well, what about you? Did you ever in any way and anyone know or see anybody who was ever bigoted? Oh, and therefore, you have no more standing world, to claim to, be, to decry to bigotry. Jake, that's I'm just not, not true. I'm not saying that at yeah, all. And I'm sorry we're having this conversation. Oh, well, the question, well Jake, the question I had Jake, about Farrakhan was you I came on here to talk about the Muslim ban. I understand that. The question I had you're trying to put me on the spot. It's not fair. The question I had for you that I've been trying to ask is Farrakhan said in 2016 you met with him in his hotel suite in That's Washington right. DC that is a false that did not happen it did not happen I have so made Farrakhan's that very clear that is lying. untrue Oh my God! There's a I'm not, I don't know if he's lying or not. I can tell you, it's, I was well, in no such meeting. Well, how can you not know? I was Were in you no there such meeting. I made that clear. If he you says know you're that, there, Jake, you I have denied he's this lying. because it's he's not true. Unless you're but here I am on your show, I don't know. He mistook you for someone else. When the, the Supreme no. Court just yeah, upheld what the president on, said was a Muslim ban from the very beginning. So now I have to defend myself when that's not what the context of this discussion is about at all, Jake. It was just a question so, I wanted no, to I ask. No, I was in no such meeting. You were, okay. Well, Jake, so Farrakhan's lying about it. That's fine. How dare you? How dare you question a member of the political fine. class, Tapper? How that, dare that's you? all I Maybe wanted to know. Maybe he is, but I can tell you this. Jake, Jake, I can tell you I was not in a meeting. He was, what, again, photographed. Somebody's subjective intent was, I will not speculate. I can tell you I was never in any such meeting as that. It's yeah, not true. That's okay. simply not true. I wanted to get you on the record about it, and that's all I wrote about this. And I wrote about this months ago, Jake. In 2017. And I think you know that. You wrote about yeah. it in the Washington Post. No, I wrote. No, I was not. Yeah, I was were. not in any such meeting yeah, with you were. that no. individual. Yeah, you were. I simply yeah, wasn't. Stop it. Which individuals? Okay. Are you say lying. I don't know. I mean, I, I wasn't in the meeting. I can tell you that. He says that you and Congressman Carson met with him in the suite in his in, uh, when he came to visit. You're saying it's not true. I will take you at your word. I certainly believe <laughs> you more well, than I believe Louis Farrakhan. Okay. The Washington Post. Well, I hope so, but I, but Jake, this is not the first time I've denied this, and I think you know that. Well, you can deny it all you Congressman, want, Congressman. It was just Don't a question. You were talking true. quite a bit about the bigotry of, in your view of President Trump, the bigotry in your view of this travel it's ban. True. I thought it's it was worth asking bigot. about somebody, oh, a bigot, damn. with whom you used to associate, though you have distanced yourself and condemned him no. since. Jake, Jake, I worked on the Million Man March, and I was proud oh, to man. do so. Oh. That's it. All right, Congressman. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Yeah, well, there you go. Actual good work on the part of Jake Tapper. No. Uh, a rare occurrence these days. <laughs> this is all kind of sad. Oh, no. But, uh, yeah, Ellison is just a complete fraud. Uh, there's constant stuff about him being an anti-Semite, and it's what? true. I mean, he entertained 9-11 theories in what? which the Israelis were really behind it and all this sort of thing. Oh, God. He's trash. And uh, the day the truth here, Jake Tapper was too kind to this uh, fraud. And uh, But there again, uh, when CNN does something good, hey, look, I'll point it out if I should by chance 
happened to catch it. <laughs> well, if you weren't so busy watching phone news, oh, here we go. maybe you could see the real journalist on CNN. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, CNN good. got back to form when uh, Jake Taffer was doing another panel uh, that featured uh, Simone Sanders, formerly hmm? of the Bernie Sanders oh. campaign. No relation. Uh, oh. <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, she introduced, uh, uh, broadened the concepts of the Horrible monstrous shadow of white privilege hanging over this country. Oh man! Oh my God! Yes. Pointed out another aspect that oh. probably most weren't weren't aware of. Oh thanks God. to the CNN panel uh, and Simone Sanders, uh, she could enlighten us on that. Oh yeah. There is something to be said about that the folks calling for civility might need to check their privilege. Yes. And so, where is the civility in the press briefing room, Jake? Where is, where is the, the civility campus? at the border for these the children? Hand? And so, I, this conversation about civility is completely one-sided and skewed. Skewed yes. because you agree with the ruffians and thugs who are oh threatening and harassing uh, mostly women uh-huh. of the Trump administration. Uh-huh. Uh, and you're, you stand by them. Uh, but uh, well, any such actions... Such as, say, a question about one's racist, bigoted, anti-Semitic past in the case of Congressman Ellison. Oh, my God, that's horrible. Ambush harassment. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure Simone wouldn't care for that. No, no. But anyway, once again, here we have white privilege. And remember, I forget the name of the activist who said, we've got to stop saying white privilege. We need to say white supremacy. Yes. (laughs) So uh, now we have a new... Uh, code word for white privilege and all those nasty white people uh, civility. This is a concept of white privilege and uh, it's bad along with uh, frogs, uh, milk, uh, pictures of of babies, of white babies of course, uh, are all indicators of white privilege i.e. white supremacy. So there you go if you're hoping for a, a genuine dialogue and discourse (laughs) <laughs> You're not gonna get it. And it's all Trump's fault because he started it. He's a nasty oh, man who says terrible things, and now he's gonna cry about people giving it back to him. And we'll cry all you want, little man, baby. What? It's too late. Oh, and by God, that, damn. you're agreeing with Trump's attitude. What? Uh, it just doesn't work that way, Lefty. And besides, the idea that this all started with Trump. <laughs> no, I remember. What was said about Mitt Romney? Yep. I remember what was said about George W. Bush yep. during his eight years. Oh yeah, and I even remember as far back as Reagan. All, all mm-hmm. the same insults. Everyone's a Nazi. Oh, it's Hitler again. It's the end of the fits. world. Everyone's gonna die. Yeah, I remember all of that. Uh, this is absolute bullshit. Oh my and, god. Uh, the only difference is is that the left is really upping the ante. On violent attacks, uh, let's not forget Steve Scalise. Amen. Who? Exactly. Oh, man, Jesus, please. Damn it, what? You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Oh, Sammy Sue, what is this? Betty, I don't know, I don't know. That's right, girls. Whenever you hear that delightful sound, you know that it's the Wonderall's man with his super deluxe form-fitting vibrating crotch pantyhose designed to make you feel good. 
the Surgeon General has determined that Bunderall's pantyhose can lead to severe swamp ass, causing rashes, hives, oozing boils, and may develop into foul, odorous button crutch rot. Men should never wear Bunderalls, as spontaneous castration may result. So be a like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. And you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code Mr. Nelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Teacher and her best friend arrested for having sex with several underage boys. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. A teacher and her friend are accused of being sexual predators after recruiting several underage boys for slags and laughing about it. Talia Sisko and Tia Perani from California are accused of preying on boys who were known to their families and grooming them for slags. According to Santa Clara County Police, the women thought their acts were funny and they referred to themselves as actual deviants, and they wrote about going to hell in text messages. What's more disturbing is that Cisco was a student teacher at Bernal Middle School at the time. She has since been fired and ordered not to have contact with students. However, so far, detectives do not believe the victims were students at the school. The best friends are charged with having unlawful actual intercourse with boys who were 15 and 16 years old. Police believe there may be other victims and are asking anyone with information to come forward. <laughs> well, I'm a bit dubious on that because, uh, yeah, they would have bragged about it already. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. Say, friends, you've heard of my Mr. Nelson store at Zessel.com, and, of course, my other Mr. Nelson store at Society6. Yes, yes, plenty of goodies there for you. But now, there's also the Mr. Nelson shop at Teespring. Yes, you can head over to Teespring for the Mr. Nelson shop. And there's plenty of Nelson goodies there, too. So why don't you check out the Mr. Nelson shop or the other stores and have your pick of whatever you want. Yes, three options, just for you. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Of course, of course, and a horse has needs, of course, of course, especially when that horse is Mr. Sex Ed. Oh, now, welcome back to the Mr. Sex Ed talking show. You know, recently, the host of that after show for The Walking Dead, Talking Dead, Chris Hardwick, ran into some trouble, and now all of a sudden, all his gigs are just drying up. They won't let him do the Talking Dead show no more. 
They won't let him have anything to do with the podcast network he created, and they won't let him talk at the panel for Doctor Who and so on and so forth, all because of an ex-girlfriend who accused him of being a controlling, benevolent bastard. Ho, ho, well, ho, ho. Well, when it gets into things like that at this whole Me Too moment, you can't be equating relationships going sour to that of horrible assaults and rape and such. Oh, it's just wrong. And that's what appears to have happened here for Mr. Hardwick. Yes, I'm no fan of that skinny little smart-ass Alec nerd, but, well... I gotta call what's wrong, wrong as far as I can see. As for Hardwick himself, he released text messages that this ex-girlfriend sent him, and she was practically begging him to come back, begging him to take her back. The reason they broke up, she cheated on him. So, who's the real wrong party here? I say the evidence is strongly a part of Hardwick, but... We don't know we were not there in the bedroom, as that's supposed to remain a private matter, unless, of course, you're the type who's into exhibitionism and, oh, how did I get onto this topic? <laughs> well, anyway, oh, this ex-girlfriend, Chloe, claims he was very controlling, as almost as if he had control of her mind. Well, if that is so, how could she have cheated on him, uh-huh? Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. So, once again, the cries of Me Too and Time's Up and other such is being misused and abused from a relationship that went sour probably due to the actions of the woman in this case herself for not being faithful. <laughs> So if the relationship goes sour for whatever reason, if the sex is no good, you dump him like you dump a turd in the hay like I do every day. Or if you get dumped as such turd, then that's just life, honey. You've got to grow up and move on. You don't bring authorities in or the authorities of society and use the pointing finger of judgment upon a man who did no wrong. Except for being a scrawny little effeminate nerd. Ironically, Hardwick himself was pointing just that finger and got in with the Me Too movement and dropped and shouted down others and now he's finding that to bite him on the butt. Oh, maybe there's some circular justice here. Who am I to say? But I can say that today's world of media businesses just lack balls to stand behind their talent and let this be a lesson to everyone and all. <laughs> well, that's about all the time I've got. Join me again for another episode of the Mr. Sex Ed Show. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Next time on My Brother's Keeper. Now, oh, man, when I saw that uh, Michaela Moroni shaking that ass on that Instagram, well, 
All I can say is, thank God she's legal now. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, 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 I gotta go. Oh, boy. Get off the phone, goddammit. What? What I do now? Cut the attitude. I was just in the shop working on Sally's chair, trying to fix it. When I went looking uh, for oh, some glue, uh, uh, uh-huh, uh, there weren't none, though I knew well, I had bought uh, two uh, bottles, uh, but it was all gone. Uh, what did I find? Um, A bunch of bags uh, of glue uh, in the garbage. Uh, uh, Stop well, fidgeting around, oh, damn it, oh, and answer me this. Did you pour glue into a bag and huff it? Answer me, damn it. Did you huff my glue? No, damn it. No, I, I don't do that. I didn't do none of that. I didn't touch your damn glue. No. Well, then how do you explain all that shiny glue dripping out of your nose? Oh, oh damn. Oh, man, that is sticky. Oh, well, it's... I. Uh, it, 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 I huffed your glue. Oh, God. Damn, what the hell am I going to do with you? Oh, That's next time on My Brother's Keeper on TLC. Hey, man. You know what's in outer space? I I, I don't know what. (laughs) 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 Yes. Stupid, 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 stupid. Oh, wowee, what's this? <laughs> well, it's another spaghetti sci-fi rift by yours truly. Oh, man, don't leave me hanging. Fill me in on the details. Well, this time it's Mr. Nelson Riff's War of the Robots. Oh, boy. Yes, in War of the Robots, a scientist from Earth is kidnapped by a bunch of robots that all look like the late Rolling Stone Brian Jones. Huh. Yes, the crew of the starship Trissy. What? <laughs> yes, they call it the starship Trissy. Uh, they pursue the robots to rescue the scientist and his beautiful assistant. They run around a lot, and once in a while they shoot ray guns and then watch TV. Yes, this spaghetti sci-fi romp was made by the same guys who made Cosmos War of the Planets. Oh, wow! Yes, so once again, someone on the set forgot to turn on the lights during filming. Oh, <laughs> but wait, there's more. Also in this package deal, you get Chapter 4 of Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe. Yes, Flash saves the Earth by taking a powder on a mountain. Meanwhile, Ming the Merciless makes Dale watch as Dr. Zarkov is forced to wear a dress. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. It also contains some music from Kevin MacLeod. Oh, wow! Where can I get this? Oh, you just have to head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. And this little gem can be yours, simply for a buck seventy-five. Oh, wow! Cheap! Yes. Yes, it is. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. A space opera adventure like no other. Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol! 
Bubba Star God and the crew of the Edsel have been ordered to make contact with Dr. Moronicus on his asteroid-based laboratory. Ship's log, space date 6.5.26.2218. Well, the Edsel has been ordered to uh, pick up this Professor Moronicus guy or whatever, but it turns out his laboratory is in quarantine. Uh, great, uh, well, well, the orders are orders. So, uh, due to the fact that it's in quarantine, we can't really zap into it lest our molecules become mixed with some sort of destructive pathogen. So, we're gonna have to take a shuttle over there and go in the hard way through the front door. So, anyway, accompanying me on this mission will be Lieutenant Ludy, Dr. Booz Hatfield, and Deputy Tang. Ten minutes till docking with Moronicus. <laughs> hey, pal, whatever uh, floats your boat. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Warning, sexual comments are inappropriate oh, and geez, can be viewed as an assault. What? Oh, come Further on. transgressions will result in docking of a... Oh, man! You know, Bubba, back when I was going through my training course... Uh, ran into a nurse named Grace, and uh, she uh, she told me she was going to study under Professor Moronicus. I just, uh, well, I, I hope she's all right, because uh, uh, she was really sweet, you know? Hey, booze, still carrying a torch for this chick, huh? Well, I, I mean, you know, I just, I, uh... Yeah, well, you better get over it, because, uh... She's been in quarantine, so God knows what you'll get. Ew, God. Oh, come on, now. Meanwhile, back on the Edsel, Mr. Spot has Butsy go over the data concerning Professor Moronicus. Well, it seems a lot on Dr. Moronicus is pretty top secret still, even after all these years. But apparently, he was contracted by the government to experiment in genetics and mutation in order to create a racist of soldiers to combat the robot wars. But the war was won without it. Yet, secretly, he continued his work. So even after all this time, he continued to work on this strange project. How far did his work progress? Well, there's, again, there's, there's not a whole lot here. So much has been rejected and removed, it looks like. But, oh, here's something. It's relatively new. It's, it's an audio message from, from his lab. Well, let's hear it. Disaster. Yeah, okay, I, uh, oh, 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 no. What is it? Uh, I, it appears their communications are jammed. This could mean that because the base is in quarantine, they must already be inside. Oh, no. Are Bubba and his crew walking into a monster's trap? Well, find out in the next exciting episode of... 
Bubba, Stargon, and the Uranus Patrol. Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol is written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson, with music provided by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. Okay, well, uh, time to turn out the lights here at the Nelson Empire, and uh, we'll do this again Saturday. But uh, first, uh, this Monday, my cat, Stinky, uh, passed away. He'd been ill recently, and uh, finally he, uh, he passed on. And uh, he's been my cat since uh, 2006. Um, uh, judging by his age at the time, we discerned that he was born at some point in 2005. wasn't quite sure. My brother found him. Uh, he ended up in his truck <laughs> and came home with him. And uh, I was mourning the loss of another cat at that time. And saying, yeah, I'm looking to get another cat. And he said, well, hey. So uh, my dad went and picked it up and brought it for my birthday. And so there you go. Uh, I had my cat. His name was Stinky. <laughs> which just sort of stuck. Because at the time, um, he was kind of in bad shape. Uh, and he uh, had this, uh, uh, how shall I put it, gastrointestinal distress. <laughs> so. Uh, but that cleared up rather quickly, and he didn't stink. He was actually probably the sweetest cat I've ever known. Uh, he would put up with a lot. He was very patient with the vet, so on and so forth. And uh, he was a great pal, and uh, I, I miss him a lot. Um, so, yeah, Stinky, he went by the name Lord Stinkerton. <laughs> Pumpkin, because he was orange. Uh, and stuff like that. And... Uh, yeah, he was a great pal. So uh, I posted his picture online, and then I got a uh, a lot of uh, condolences from people on Facebook and Twitter and uh, Instagram. And uh, I, I appreciate all of that. Uh, that was all very, very nice. And uh, so, uh, yeah, I do appreciate that. And uh, But, uh, you know, your pets, they do come and go. Their lives are shorter than ours. But... Uh, it it does make quite the impact. You 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 get used to them being around. Uh, all his stuff is still here, uh, but he's not. And um, it's just another reminder of uh, of how short our time is, and that's why it's special. So again, uh, thanks to everyone who offered their condolences and uh, rest in peace, Stinky. Uh, I will miss you. Good night, everybody. We'll see you uh, Saturday. during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. <laughs>